Hey guys, Coach Sean here, and welcome to episode four of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast, which um, this episode I could look back on as the making of building a habit for the podcast and that it stays for, for a long, long time, hopefully. And if I can get this going for week to week, I will look back on today and be like, this was the making of it. If I can get a podcast done today, I can get it done any week. Uh, let me tell you why, because when I started this podcast a couple weeks ago, I think I mentioned in the first episode, I was like, this is not great timing to do a podcast because I've got holidays coming up uh, in two, three weeks time from when I did the first podcast. I was like, it's not a good time. I'll wait to come back from the holidays. I'm like, no, I can't do that because I wouldn't tell a client to hold off for another two, three weeks on, on their goals to get do something to get started on. So that's exactly what I did with this podcast. I got started with the idea being that I would have this fourth podcast recorded for when I'm away on my holidays. However, this afternoon I recorded episode three. So it is the 9th of September. I'm just after doing uh, my boot camp class in Castle Knock. I did a PT in Lucan from 9 to 10. It is, I'm looking at my MacBook right now. It's 20, it's 22.26. My mind is fried <laughs> because bear in mind, I still had that great day uh, yesterday watching the Niners and all the rest. So it is uh, 26 minutes past 10. I eventually got there. Monday evening, I'm in my car park because everyone else is asleep in the apartment. So I can't do this podcast upstairs. And tomorrow I am going to Iceland. But the flight is not to 11.45. So it's like, Sean, why not record this podcast in the morning? Well, I like fitting everything into the last minute. So I agreed to a couple of PTs beforehand. So I'm up. I've got a PT in the park at 6 o'clock. And then I'm straight down to Luca for another PT. And then I'm free to get everything ready for my trip to Iceland. Um, just haven't packed or figured out where my passport is or anything like that yet, but I'll, I'll figure that out. Needless to say, um, had to get this podcast done. Um, still have to edit it. Uh, I, I get a lot of that kind of stuff done before next Wednesday, but uh, it'll, it'll get done. It'll be a few hours less sleep, but if I sleep in the plane, I can't get sick in the plane. That's my thinking anyway, and, and hopefully that works. So what we're going to do in this podcast is something a little bit different. I have the MacBook out in front of me. Um, and what I always do is that I get different questions through emails and stuff from my newsletters. Uh, I usually type, I usually put them in my Evernote, uh, just a quick app where I, I store all these questions in case I'm trying to think of content before doing a newsletter, usually last minute kind of like this podcast last minute but we get there the main thing is we get there so what i'm going to do right now is going to open up my evernote go through that and um, the, the questions link i have here and, and and see what i come up with i'm going to try and answer 10 questions um not spend too much time on, on each question but just um yeah i'm gonna go straight into it so yep episode four we're going straight into it 10 questions on exercise of fitness and let's see what happens Okay, so the first question is, um, how come the scale shows me as being heavier yet my body fat is less? Okay, so what happens is a lot of people rely too much on the weighing scales. Um, for when, when they start doing resistance training, obviously you, you are building muscle. 
you're not going to get bulky if 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 you're going to build a lot of muscle you know i'd be walking around like the rock right here unfortunately i don't walk around like the rock i don't look anything like the rock we have the same hairline but that that's just about it so your muscles they use glycogen to perform resistance training so when you start doing more and more resistance training your muscles store more and more glycogen um, and that can make you feel like you're heavier and um, well it comes up heavier on the scales even though your your body fat is less um but at the same time muscle it's it's not heavier than fat because you know it's, it goes back to the whole you know have, well what's heavier a kilo of feathers or a kilo of bricks no they don't say kilo of bricks they say kilo of something else but anyway the point is about what to say um but fat takes up more space for five pounds than muscle was so so you'll look better no one sees the scales above your head the scales figure an actual weighing scales i don't have to do or not but no one sees the figure of of what what your number is so don't be worrying too much about the scales i will say the exception to this is if you have a long-term goal to drop x amount of weight but then look at the scales every couple of weeks and see how you're getting on track for that if you've got a goal to drop you know a, a stone in i don't know three months whatever whatever it is if that is an actual goal that you want to get accomplished then bring the scales into it but if you're just wanting to to look and feel better then the the number on the scales is i wouldn't say it's irrelevant but it doesn't matter near as much as, as people make it to, to matter and um, second question what should I eat before training? Oh, and here's the awkward answer. It depends. It depends. I have, for example, what the, the number one thing is, when are you training? If you're training first thing in the morning, I think there's a question on that. So we'll get to that part later. But if you're training, let's just say it, it is you're training in the evening. Um, I, it really does depend on the person I and their, their lifestyle and how they work leading up to it, when they can get their last meal in before they work out. Um, I've trained clients where they have a big meal two, two hours before the workout and they feel great. Um, and then some people, they have a big meal. Uh, they're training within two, three-hour period. Um, afterward, they, they feel like getting sick and, and, and bringing it all right back up again. Um, so unfortunately, there, there's no right answer here um, for when you should train. It depends on each person. What I would say to do is write down how you feel after each session. If you're thinking about it a lot, write down how you feel during and after a session and when you had your last meal and probably meals throughout the day as well, especially evening sessions. Um, and see how your energy levels are. See if you're able to, to lift the same as you were the, the week before. And you're going to need a couple. I mean, you can't just go, I had one session and I didn't eat before. And I had one where I had I ate an hour before. You're going to need more sessions than that and figure out for yourself what, um, how, how you react to, to food and training uh, and what works best for you. There's no real scientific answer of you should eat this at this time and that's going to work we're all we're all different when it comes to that um next question working out on an empty stomach oh, a lot of food and eating here i don't know what must must mean one of my my newsletters i must put a bunch of all these questions together but um yeah i i would avoid avoid as much as i can but at the same time there's been i i train in the mornings and in some early mornings i'll only have a protein shake uh, and some coffee before if if i'm training very first thing in the morning i don't like having coffee first thing in the morning um 
unless I'm doing a workout. If I'm training other people and then have my workout, I usually have my coffee in between that period. But for some people, they have um, they do fasted cardio. Um, they reckon if they can run without having anything at all, and then have the food afterwards, that that'll give a that that'll help them burn more fat. I don't know if it's scientifically true, but for some people, it can have a knock-on effect from for the rest of the day, and they end up having less calories throughout the day anyway because they didn't have breakfast and they went for that run instead and they had a lighter meal afterwards for for whatever reason that's just how they were and they they had this they had a calorific deficit throughout today because of their run in the morning and therefore they lost weight so in that case fasted cardio does work so if you're doing that then yeah but 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 see how your energy levels are i mean if you're if you're doing the same thing and you can't get through a session because your energy is just flat lines then you need to eat so in that case i wouldn't work out on an empty stomach so it goes right back to my previous answer it depends and a lot of fitness questions unfortunately the answer is it depends there's there's so many unless it's a specific question um a real specific question you're gonna have it depends a lot. Um, can I work out every day? Why? <laughs> you need a rest day. <laughs> you can, uh, but you'd have, to, I mean, if you did strength training, no. I mean, if, if I was doing a lot of squats and lunges and stuff like that, I wouldn't do the same thing the next day. I would go for a jog or a run or maybe a quick 20-minute hit session, but I wouldn't train, I wouldn't do that, the exact same thing every day to work, every day of the week. I mean, if I was doing strength training, it'd be three, maybe four times a week, and, 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 and that would be it. Um for uh, for for muscle for putting on muscle and strength stuff like that four times a week I, I think after that it's a bit overkill and you're not giving your body time to recover um next question how long does it take to see results how hard are you willing to work um i mean for most people you're looking at four four to eight weeks you, you have to whatever program you're on um you have to give it time to work so you get if you're doing a new gym program coming back after two weeks and saying this ain't working for me you're the problem you need to give it four weeks if you're doing four to eight weeks and then you're like i'm seeing no difference well then we have to look at what's going on there but usually four to eight weeks people start to see and notice and feel a difference in themselves um obviously nutrition will play a huge role in that but with strength training in particularly, uh, I think there's another question, because I quickly looked through these questions, I think I'm going to get into this a little bit more in a couple of minutes, but um, there, there's an asterisk in this, you should see strength gains within the first three weeks, as I know it's difference in that, uh, I, I get that in a little second, because I think there's a follow, actually I'm just going to jump straight to that follow question there on that now. Um, yes, here is the fo that follow question kind of ties into it. So technically our next question, uh, do I need to vary my workout to see results? No, I don't like that. And the strength training reason is the answer. I like building on your program each week. So you see, let's say, let's just take squats, for example. You did it with a 10 kg kettlebell and you did eight reps. So if you did it next week, you might do it at 12 kg 
at 8 reps, or you might do 10 reps on a 10 kg. Either way, you're seeing a progression each week. So I, I don't like you doing squats one week, and the next week you're doing some sort of uh, forward jumps, and the next week you're doing a reverse lunge. You, you can't like you might be getting stronger, but you don't know. And that's gonna that's gonna mess with you when you start seeing your um your results plateau a bit in terms of how you feel and how you look. So it where then if you can look back on your strength training and go well my squats are definitely going up each week. I'm able to do more reps. I'm able to lift a little bit more. I think that's 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 really good. And you see it on Instagram and I'm guilty of it too sometimes. Um, putting up random workouts for people to follow. That's good for a session if you're stuck. And usually I preface the, the post with if you're stuck for a workout, I always try to throw it in. I try to go out of my way to throw it in. If you're stuck for a workout, do this. But you should have a program. You should realistically have a program so you're able to see how you are progressing in that program. And like I said a couple minutes ago, give it four to six weeks uh, and go from there. Like random workouts is long-term random workouts yeah you're getting a little bit fitter a little bit stronger but you don't have a track record there and it, it, it's not sustainable it's not it's not great for you in, in my opinion so go right back up to um should i eat late at night or should i eat late at night or before bed what's the difference um <laughs> Sorry, I think I took that one down wrong myself. Should I eat late at night? Um, what did you have during the day? So if you know if you've if you're working nonstop throughout the day and you're traveling and you haven't had time to have food, then then yeah, get a meal in because otherwise you're gonna have two little calories and then you're not gonna have enough energy to get through the next day. So the only caveat to that is if you have a big meal at night, I would know, I try to take note of how I slept. For some people, they can't sleep well on a, on a big, on a big, on a, a big stomach. I know a big is the opposite, empty stomach. <laughs> Getting tired here, 20 to 11 right now. But um, yeah, I basically take note on how you sleep if you eat late at night. Sometimes if I'm if I'm hungry, I get home. Uh, for example, tonight I'll probably just have a quick protein shake after I edit all this together and go to bed. I'll probably just have a while I'm editing, I'll probably have a protein shake um just to get some sort of food into me. Uh, I don't like replacing meals with protein shakes, but if I have a big meal and I'm not, I'm going to be up in four hours and I struggle to sleep, it, it it's it's not going to help me out um because sleep is a lot more important. I say that when I say when I acknowledge I have four hours sleep tonight. But anyway, uh, sometimes you make mistakes and leave things to the last minute. Um, just looking here now. Yeah, the the other thing with the I was trying to think why this question was here. The other thing about it is you're not gonna gain weight if you eat before bed. You know, there's there's an old myth if you have carbohydrates after um six o'clock you're gonna put on weight because it's gonna be resting your stomach and your store as fat the more important thing is how many calories you had throughout the day you know you're gonna put on more weight is if you've had three meals and you've had you're in your your calorie range and then you have an extra big meal that night on top of it then you're gonna start putting on more weight as time goes on but for the but but if you're not eating throughout the day for whatever reason and you have a big meal at night, 
I wouldn't worry about worry about it too much, but it depends on how you sleep as well. So next question is working out in the morning better for you? It's I read a study recently saying that it was actually slightly better for you to work out in the morning, the evening, and I can't remember the exact reason why, but I would still answer that with it depends on your lifestyle. Can you fit in an early morning session and does it suit? Is it sustainable to do an early morning session? You might have a slight benefit to train earlier in the morning, but if you if you've you're not a morning person um and it doesn't suit your schedule and you're trying to force it in, it's not happening, you're missing workouts. You know, missed workouts are a lot worse than that um that doing evening sessions by 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 a mile. So um, it depends on the person. It, you know, for myself, I love it because there there's one thing I can't stand, uh, and that's being in a. I love gyms, but being in a very busy gym in the evening and uh, people crowding over different machines and weights and seeing four people in one machine, they're all texting and stuff like that, and you can't jump in on it. Uh, I get very frustrated with that. Uh, I I consider myself very patient but i'm not patient in the gym in the evening when it's packed and i can't i can always modify my workouts but if there's if it's for silly reasons i can't get to a certain um bench or rack or whatever it is i'm doing and there's just people texting there and stuff i get annoyed very very quickly um so i like my mornings and there's very little little uh, very few people in the gym and I pretty much have free reign to do to do what I want in there. So, uh, for me, I'm able to do that because I'm obviously with this job, it's flexible. Very early starts, very late, late finishes. But that that morning period tends to be quite enough. And a lot of people are are in work or after my PTs, where there's no one in the gym at all. And I have the whole place to myself. So, um, how long? Next question. How long do I need to do a? How long do I need to work out for? Um. That depends on what you're training. I would love to, uh, someone's gonna do a count of how many times I say depends in, in this podcast. But anyway, um, what what are you doing in in the gym? If you're doing a strength strength workout, a gym workout, I don't recommend more than an hour. I think after an hour, you just your energy levels drop, and they don't drop. Yeah, you mustn't have worked that hard in that hour, unless you're doing like very long warps and stuff like that, and. And then you're you're kind of just wasting time as well. So, I go anywhere from twenty minutes to sixty. I rarely go over sixty unless it's a lot of setup for the exercise I'm doing. It's it's rarely over sixty. So as long as you're you're pushing yourself in those times, and for twenty minutes, yeah, you can get a quick twenty minute hit workout in. Um, just blast out a quick hit session if you do a hit session once twice a week i wouldn't recommend any more any more than twice a week because they're fairly fairly taxing on the body and you just don't get much time to recover so strength training around 45 minutes moving on okay i think we'll wrap it up with two more questions um what type of training do i need to do to increase muscle muscle mass um don't be afraid of heavy weights build up to them form is key do them safely uh with the correct form don't be afraid to build up the heavy weights but what's probably a little bit more important um than doing with heavy weights and what people make the mistake in when they jump up to heavier weights 
is that they go through the reps way too fast. You're more concerned with the tension you're putting on the muscle than the weight you're using. So go as heavy as you can, but as controlled as possible. And look for um, eccentric training. Eccentric training is when you're like slowly lowering the weight. So if you can imagine a, a dumbbell uh, bench press. You're pushing the weight up as fast as you can. And on the way down, you're going really slow for four to five seconds. You're not going to be able to do as many reps, but there's going to be so much more tension in the muscles. And, and that's going to help with, with your muscle mass uh, as long as you're eating enough calories for that as well. Um, and as well as that, start with the... I think it's good to start with the larger muscle groups and then work down. So if you're doing uh, upper body day or... Um, yeah, let's say upper body day. You'd be doing your dumbbell bench presses pretty much near the start of it. Um, go heavy, build up to it after a good warm-up, then go heavy, and you can rest from like 60 to 90 seconds. Don't jump into it straight away because you're just going to be, you're not going to be able to hit your rep range if you're jumping back into it after 30 seconds. And if you are able to hit your, hit your rep range, I'd say the weight or the reps are not that heavy enough. And the last point I'm making that is when you're doing, um, we are going heavy weights on it, especially near the start. Don't go to failure just yet. Try and leave one to two reps left in the tank to go again. Because if you go to failure too early, you're going to mess yourself up for the rest of your workout. Uh, and you're just not going to be able to hit the target for the rest of the workout. So I would ease it. Um, I would always leave one to two reps. Maybe for that last set, drop the weight for a little bit. like it, It's in the amount of weight. And then blast out the failure before we move on to a different body part you can do that kind of trying i like doing that especially with chest i'll drop it like 60 percent and just start blasting out reps from there or or push-ups is great uh, uh for for another example also i like going to failure on arms at the end um okay last question what type of training do i need to do to lose weight oh i had a rant in this one last week didn't i um some people say cardio but because you're constantly going, going, going while doing cardio. Um, but with weight training, you'll probably if if you work hard in the weight training, you could burn more calories throughout the course of the day. Because um when you're doing your weight training, you're use obviously you're using resistance training with muscles. Um oh, I'm getting very tired sorry about this. <laughs> uh let me think on the this answer a little bit more. Sorry. Um when you're doing cardio, you're you're at the time you're burning more, you're burning more, but than you would if you're doing resistance training. But once you stop with the cardio, you're done. Like you don't really burn too much more after that. But with resistance training, because it, requ- it requires a lot more recovery, uh, because you're breaking down the muscle tissue, so you have to recover afterwards. That is still burning more calories than throughout the day. That process is burning more calories throughout the day. Uh, so you're, you're speeding up your, your resting metabolism doing that way. Now, you could also, there's also studies done before, like by doing hit sessions, you're, you're burning like up like 20% faster than than like that steady state, which would be like your cycling, your swimming and stuff like that. Obviously, it's a lot shorter, but you're burning a lot more calories um, in that shorter period. And, that's the win-win for me. But if you like doing your runs, your cycles, and your swims, by all means, do them. I would still have a, a nice mix of strength training, bit of hit, and having a run, cycle, and or swim 
for the best results a good combination of all along with a good diet that has you in a calorie deficit whether whatever type of diet you choose the main thing is that the calorie deficit and being sustainable i'm gonna wrap up the podcast there because i have a lot of packing to do uh, and i gotta try and edit this whole thing as well so my voice doesn't sound too bad for you guys so episode four can't believe it's episode four already thanks so many for downloading this this podcast and let a friend know about it uh you guys know my facebook and instagram already if you don't i'm not gonna give it out right now uh it's some variation of coach sean c on on facebook instagram twitter youtube all the rest and thanks again for downloading the podcast uh for coach sean take care